Section 4. How to Disciple the Nations Well, you may ask, if we should not go back to the monasteries, then what? How do we disciple the nations today? By pursuing the kingdom of God and his righteousness, not only as individuals, but also as a community of believers, as the society of faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we pursue the kingdom of God and his righteousness? Well, righteousness, dekaiosune, is, quote, conformity to the divine will in purpose, thought, and action, end quote. We understand this with regard to the individual well enough, but it is the same with society. Our social order must conform to the divine will in purpose, thought, and action. All kingdoms are social orders. Even the animal kingdoms are social orders. A kingdom necessarily means there is a ruler, an ultimate lord, who issues laws to which those who live in his kingdom must be subject, that there is a society that lives and functions in terms of the will of the king, both in terms of individual lives and as a community. A kingdom is not just a haphazard collection of individuals, it is a society. The root meaning of the word society is the Latin verb socio, which means to unite, to share, to have in common. The noun societas means an alliance, a partnership. A kingdom is made up of people who have something in common, who share a particular kind of life together, and that life is one that is determined by the will of their king. In their corporate life together, those who constitute a nation demonstrate their understanding and practice of the meaning of life, which they derive from the ultimate authority in that society, which in pagan societies was often the sacral king, half human, half divine, and in Christian nations that ultimate authority is God, in terms of whose law even the earthly kings or magistrate must submit and rule. Likewise, in republics and democracies, the government must be subject to the ultimate authority. But not only the government, the whole cultural life of society is to be a manifestation of the divine will in purpose, thought, and action. Discipleship requires modeling the Christian life to someone as well as teaching doctrine. Discipleship is essentially the same thing as apprenticeship. It is not going to school and learning something in a purely discontextualized intellectual setting, but learning on the job, living the job. The apprentice learns from the one whom he is apprenticed. Likewise with the disciple. Discipleship is about the practical incarnation of the teaching in the life lived, and the disciple learns how to live the Christian life from the one who models for him what it means to live the Christian life. This is obvious with individual discipleship, but how do we disciple a nation? Well, we must model to the world what the true society, the true social order should be by the way we live as a community. When I speak of community, I do not mean a commune or a communist society. When I have spoken about the need for Christian community in the past, I have often been misunderstood to mean a commune and even when I have explained that this is not what I mean, 
people have found it difficult to think of this in any other terms, at least until I brought a critique of communism into this message. Community does not necessitate living in communes or the organization of society on socialist or communist lines. In fact, I would argue that socialism and communism are inimical to real community, at least community in the biblical sense, which is what true community should be. A community is a society, a social order. The kingdom of God is the community that we should be seeking. What then is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is a counter-revolutionary, prophetic social order structured by the covenant of grace that has come into this world and is meant to grow until it displaces and eventually replaces the social orders of men. Its values are not the values of the world. The kingdom of God is not of this world, i.e. its origin, meaning, purpose and authority come from God, not from the kingdoms of this world, but it is meant to be manifested in this world now, thereby transforming this world so that on the last day it will be said that, quote, the kingdoms of this world are become the kingdoms of our Lord and of his Christ, end quote, Revelation 11, verse 15. Many Christians think that the kingdom of God is otherworldly and that righteousness means piety, and this is why they think it requires withdrawal from the world. But in truth, seeking the kingdom of God and God's righteousness means seeking to establish a just social order that conforms to God's will. It is the opposite of pietism and withdrawal. The early Christians at the time of the Roman persecutions were not persecuted for worshipping Jesus. They were persecuted for being imperium in imperio, i.e. for constituting themselves as an alternative social order to the social order of Rome. And this the Roman authorities could not tolerate. For the Romans, this was treason which is a political offence. They were not persecuted for worshipping Jesus as God, but for not submitting to the Roman political order, effectively for not worshipping the Roman state as God. And by the way, something very similar to this Roman attitude is what is developing rapidly now in modern Western states, primarily because Christians have ceased to be salt and light to the nations i.e. they have ceased to model what true social order should be to the world and have sought pietistic withdrawal from the world instead. As a result, the modern church is escapist rather than redemptive. The kingdom of God is a social order. We must model the kingdom of God to the world. The kingdom of God is the true social order that God requires of us. Christians should be in their life together the alternative social order that is the kingdom of God, which is based on a completely different set of values to the values of the world. Incidentally, it is interesting to note that where people are part of a strong, loving and supportive community, they get ill much less, and when they do get ill, they recover much more quickly. This in itself sheds light on the sad fact that despite Jesus having told us to preach the gospel and heal the sick, Healing in the churches is hit and miss at best. Often churches are not communities at all. 
but leadership cults that drain the energy of their members and load them up with toxic stress. Because of this, they are often factories of illness rather than centers of healing. Diabolical. We disciple the nations by demonstrating what the true social order, the true society, should be. This is more than individual discipleship. It is community discipleship, modeling a different kind of society and social order to the world so that the nations will turn to the Lord. As per Isaiah's prophecy, quote, And it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains and shall be exalted above all the hills and all nations shall flow unto it and many people shall go and say, Come ye, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, and he will teach us his ways, and we will walk in his paths. For out of Zion shall go forth the law, and the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. And he shall judge among the nations, and shall rebuke many people, and they shall beat their swords into plowshares, and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation shall not lift up sword against nation, neither shall they learn war any more. Isaiah 2 verse 2 through 4. We must disciple the nations by demonstrating what true society and true social order are, so that the nations will turn to God and learn this from us. This is how we disciple the nations. We are to incarnate the kingdom of God in the way we live as Christian communities. The doctrine of the Trinity is important. The doctrine of the Trinity means the equal ultimacy of the one and the many. Individuals are important, and communities are important. One does not take precedence over the other. Both are equally important. But the Church today has abandoned this teaching for the priority of the individual. We must be true Christian communities that model the kingdom of God to the world, as well as individual Christians that model the individual Christian life to the world. Otherwise, we are no more than hermits. This societal aspect of the Christian life must be understood and practiced. We must create Christian communities, Christian societies, if we are to fulfill the Great Commission, which is a command to disciple nations.